evidently when El Chapo was incarcerated, the code of ethics that he instilled in, in Cabo and throughout Mexico has gone away. There's no code of ethics. There's no code of honor. All of a sudden, there's a war for power. So you're seeing things happen that you haven't seen in the past where people, where gangs, drug dealers, will actually go into restaurants and shoot up the place. That never happened before. Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, rash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Hey, 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 kids. Welcome to another week in the wild, wonderful, whimsical world of recruiting and HR. This is the Chad and Cheese Podcast, HR's Most Dangerous. I'm Joel Cheeseman. And I am Chad Chatbot Sowash. This week, that'd be much more fun to work with. This <laughs> week, Career Builder goes down. Mm-hmm. Monster finally gets a fearless leader and... Oh, yeah. Glassdoor gets acquired. Hmm. Buckle up, everybody. We'll be right back. How many times has someone said to you, we're the Uber of, or it's the PayPal of, maybe they're the Facebook of, in many, many cases, these comparisons fall short of being close to reality or even a useful illustration of what organizations actually do. In the case of Job Ad X, our example is so accurate, so spot on, that it's synonymous with our work. Job Ad X is Google AdSense for jobs. That means we're an efficient, persistent, and smarter ad unit for job-related advertising. As the best ad tool in the industry, Job Ad X offers recruitment marketing agencies, RPOs, and staffing firms real-time dynamic bidding and delivery for client postings through the industry's first truly responsive tool. All this is done with the flexibility of Job Ad X's cost per impression, click, or application. We offer unique budget conservation options to effectively eliminate spending waste. We are not set in regret. For direct clients, Job Ad X delivers superior candidates with the best of programmatic efficiency and premium page ad positioning. We also provide publishers and job boards higher rev share than other partners through our smarter programmatic platform. In many cases, 30 to 40% greater and more through our scalable model. To partner with us, you can visit or search jobadx.com or email us at joinus at jobadx.com to get estimates or begin working together. Job Ad X, the best ad tool providing smarter programmatic for your needs. Oh, you've been wondering why the British accent? Job Ad X has just launched in the UK, too. Very nice. We symbiotically became classier <laughs> and global with that ad. That's nice. Thanks, Job Ad X, for uh, making us more classy. I don't know that you can do that, though, really. And, and they show up with Guinness for live shows. Oh, yeah. So class in the join up, Job Ad yes. X. We appreciate yeah. it. Well, I know. Wait, let's talk about classy. Let's talk about throwing axes. Let's talk a little bit about that. You got a shout out for next, right? Oh, a double axe with two X's. It was, uh, <laughs> it was, a, it was. A, now, I showed up with the incorrect correct footwear uh, which was a major mistake yes. because i would have enjoyed kicking your ass in competition but that will have to wait for another day apparently yeah first off never gonna happen <laughs> uh second okay so who shows up to an axe 
throwing event in flip-flops. Joel Cheeseman does. That's who does. He shows up and doesn't get an opportunity to throw like the regular people who have appropriate footwear, meaning like tennis shoes. Um, but he did get a couple of throws in, and luckily we uh, we got tape of that. Hey, a burly bearded man comes in barefoot. I don't know what's more axe throwing than that. Okay. Like, like I said, you're you're like a younger <laughs> version of Santa. Okay, so don't 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 play the Viking role. <laughs> everybody, everybody loves Santa. All right, everybody loves the fat the fat jolly man in red. All right, but yeah, thanks to Next, uh, they have an office here in Indianapolis, which some people don't know about. They had some of the uh, the the Philly crew come in. We had pizzas, beers, moonshine, for Woo! God's sakes, and we threw we threw axes. Like, what's cooler yes. than that? So, thanks to the next crew, Double X. That was awesome. That was awesome, guys. Thanks. Uh, shout out to Chris Pickle. She gets a she gets a shout out. She said something pithy, something mm. funny on LinkedIn. I can't remember what it was. Do you remember what it was? I don't know, but I love her last name, and yeah. she loves us. So that's enough for me. Anytime you get food last names on the show, yeah. You get well, if props. you know Chris, if you know Chris Pickle, you don't call her Chris or Christina. You just call her pickle that's what she's she goes by by pickle uh, yeah now we just need a, a burger to comment on the show and maybe a tomato and some onions and we got a full meal oh jesus <laughs> i got a shout out for Lindsay sanford Ooh. uh a, a ratedly customer ah. with uh, palo alto network she was at a career crossroads event recently mm. and we both know jerry and chris very well yes. and if you don't know career crossroads you should but anyway they were asking about cool tools that they're that companies are currently using and Lindsay gave ratedly a thumbs up to the uh the audience there so we we appreciate you Lindsay. not podcast related but certainly for me you get a big shout out good stuff good stuff well i am here today at RecruitCon in nashville and i had another drive-by hugging by uh by susan fatale now actually we, we had a chance to to kind of sit and, and chill she she uh, gave an amazing uh I don't want to say speech per se, but presentation on millennials and Gen Zer. So, you know, the, the Joel Cheeseman aura was in the room. <laughs> also talking about Google for jobs, texting. I mean, does any of this sound familiar? Uh, yeah. yeah. So good stuff. Good stuff from Susan. And another shout out to Elena Elena Valentine from Skill Scout. Um, thanks for the awesome t-shirt. Yeah, no, she gave me awesome t-shirt. It says, your job post is as boring as this t-shirt, Skill Scout. Good job. <laughs> By the way, I'm good. I'm glad Alina, Elena, uh, Elena doesn't work for Lever, Lever, because we'd have a whole whole issue with that yeah. big time. Yeah. Thanks for the T-shirt, Elena. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I'm still waiting on mine, that, by the way. Um, I got my last shout out is to Nicole Bellina from Thompson Creek Window. Now, this is sort of random, but when we were at Sherm Talent, uh, I ran into Nicole, never met her before, but we started talking about programmatic solution she started talking about uh hating indeed because it costs too much yeah. Salespeople are paying the ass mm -hmm. blah 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 stuff we've always heard i said nicole you need to get on the the programmatic bandwagon uh i pimped out job at x our, mm, our newest sponsor she contacted them they got a deal in the works so it looks like we're going to make a, a match here 
in Chad and Cheese uh, dating land uh, for for customers. So shout out to her and Job at X. Go make go make some money and go get some great candidates, dude. We're like the Tinder for programmatic. I like that. That's, that it doesn't quite ring as well as HR's <laughs> most dangerous podcast, but but it could work. It could work. Can we do the show? Yes. Oh my god. A little bit of news came out in, in what was a pretty slow week until Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, Glassdoor gets acquired mm-hmm. by Re- Recruit Holdings out of Japan, who, if you don't know, also owns Indeed, a little company, a little job site here in the states. Uh, I could go a lot of different ways with this. Do you have any preference with with what we uh, what we talk about first? No, hit it, hit it. All right, one point two billion dollars. Nice. Uh, they actually published the amount, which was sort of, I don't know, odd, but because when they when they bought Indeed, there wasn't a published number. Um, right. The whisper number was about $1.6 which would put it in line with, I guess, the Glassdoor acquisition. I'd like to talk about pricing first because yeah. some people think it's a great deal. Others think it's not a great deal. Yeah. I tend to side on the not-so-great deal. Uh, Glassdoor had $200 million in investment money. Um, They had been rumored to go IPO, uh, which I think Google for Jobs probably put a little bit of a damper on that. And typically, you you want 10x out of your investment cash, which would have put that at a $2 billion uh, event, if my math is right. So to me, it was almost a half price um, on what they should have gotten based on their investment cash. What What's your take? So again, going back to the looking at Google for jobs, don't you think it was one of the the tactics? Hey, we've got to take a, a, a good price, and 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 that good that price isn't going to be ten x. We've got to take something, take it now before it drops even more. Yeah, I think I think this was on both Recruit Holdings and uh, Glassdoor, driven by Google. Yeah. I think. I think recruit holding, you know, I always say if, if a bully comes on the playground, what happens? You know, the weaker kids get friends really fast. <laughs> and to me, Google is the, you know, the big bully that showed up on the playground and recruit holdings with Indeed said, holy crap, um, this shit's going down. We need some reinforcements. Let's look at Glassdoor, who we know, you know, going public, they're looking for a cash out event. Uh, that spurred an easy conversation, I'm sure, with them. Yeah. Now, on Glassdoor side, I'm sure looking at, oh, yeah, let's go public. And as we are a public company, let's watch Google for Jobs grow mm-hmm. and you yeah. know keep biting at our market share and, and valuation and watch our stock price go lower and lower. Um, I think that's the future that they saw in their IPO. Um, and Google drove that deal, I think, big time. Yeah from both sides, Recruit and, and Glassdoor. And I don't think Recruit Holdings is done. Um, if you look at the the small list of who would who they would buy, I mean, who would you put on that list? Well, ZipRecruiter was thrown out there pretty quickly. And I thought that was yep. very interesting, especially from the SMB side of the house. Um, and I think, you know, that would be a, a smart addition. I don't I don't know if they can get that done, but I think that would be a smart addition. Um, I, I don't know. What, what other names did you hear out there? Well, the list of sort of straight up job sites, you know, is dwindling. Um, yeah. I'd throw Talrush slash jobs to careers in there, although they're pivoting more toward technology solutions. Yeah. Um, I'd look at next, but again, same thing like traditional job board pivoting out of uh, that business into more technology based solutions. Mm-hmm. 
So the list isn't very huge. I would definitely put ZipRecruiter at the top of that list. Um, and I'm sure I'm sure they can be bought. Um, but, you know, to me right now, you know, if you put Glassdoor and Indeed against, you know, Google, Facebook and LinkedIn, I mean, are they are they are they even in the ballpark at this point? Like to me, that's not even strong enough to tackle that trifecta. No, it's it's not. And I mean, I think a lot of this has to do with. Uh, really corporate buying behavior first and foremost, because I mean, for, for years, uh, companies were buying uh, big names like Monster and Career Builder and their ROI wasn't even close. It wasn't even close to what it should have been to continue that buying. It had a lot of it had to do with optics and having to do with those big names. So being able to pull another big name in is, is big from an optics standpoint. And when we're talking about not really focusing on our, uh, our spend on statistics and analytics and those types of things, we're doing it more on how our recruiters feel and the big names that we can bring to the, you know, to the table and talk about yeah. um, that. In, that's our industry, man. That is our industry. We don't focus enough on statistics and uh, all of our analytics and ROI. We don't do that. And yeah. when we do bring it to the table, we still hear, yeah, but, you know, these we've been with these and, and this is something that's, you know, a part of our, our culture and just bullshit, dude. So I think just from my standpoint, Glassdoor and Indeed cannot by themselves, no question, um, stand up against any of these lifestyle platforms that we've been talking about for years. Facebook, you know, yeah. LinkedIn, which is obviously now part of Microsoft, um, Google, so on and so forth. Um, yeah. They do need to do more, but they are going to have to pivot into being something that is more lifestyle because it, it doesn't matter what they do. They're going to have to continue to plunk a shit ton of advertising dollars into the market constantly to ensure that they can keep their name out there. And it's not sustainable at that point. Now, turning on the SEO juice from Glassdoor because Glassdoor's jobs are in Google for jobs and the reviews for now. are that's exactly for right now. that's exactly right <laughs> do you depend on the life's blood of your traffic and obviously the ability to get those eyeballs from a prospective competitor who could easily flip that switch, keep you in the search rankings, but push you further down into page two, three, so on and so forth. I mean, it, that to me is just a very bad strategy. You know, we gloss over, I think, because they've been bought and that, you know, things are going on there. But I mean, career builders got to be on the table at some point. I'm sure Apollo would love to talk to recruit holdings. I mean, monster, at some point, I mean, Dice has a new CEO, so like a lot of these companies are probably going to be looking for you know mm -hmm. exits, and Recruit Holdings might be sugar daddy, you know, to to a lot of those companies as well. What do you think this does to the uh, employer review space and the and the branding space more? I guess broader. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's more on the branding side of the house. I think you know, again, it's it's an optics thing for employers to be able to now see these two big brands that that they know um, coming together, and now Indeed, depending on how these things actually transform between Indeed and, and Glassdoor. Um, Indeed's going to be talking more and they're going to be pounding the living shit out of all their prospects and clients about employer branding now. Mm -hmm. And it might actually mm -hmm. be a bigger subject because one of the bigger names will do nothing but use a sledgehammer to be able to do so. And they need to. There's no question. We talked about last week 
um, Stepstone buying Universum and doing that because they needed to become something more than just a job board. They needed to have that uh, ability to focus on employer branding and look for new revenue streams. This is a new way of doing that. There's no question. But again, take a look at that's that's kind of short term changing, pivoting um, versus long term getting smacked over the head with the Google stick. Yeah. Uh, Sherman called me Roy Maurer, our buddy, uh, doing a story on this. And um, what I told him was, does doing do Indeed and Glassdoor become the employment branding brand like is that their is that their thing going forward like if jobs don't have a ton of value then what do you hang your hat on mm-hmm. um, they, they already have a head start on branding if right. you look at reviews and company profiles and CEO ratings like that is definitely one area where they uh, are far ahead of anybody else in this game um, and if they turn off you know, aggregation of mm-hmm. that on Google and anywhere else that becomes really tough. I see where I see where LinkedIn with profile pages and, you know, and I think they've been tinkering yes. with reviews as well. Like, I think that's mm-hmm. the biggest threat to that. But I don't see Facebook or Google really caring about the branding piece um, anytime soon. What about you? Yeah, no, that's a good question. I think you're right with regard to um, Microsoft and LinkedIn. There's no question they have the upper hand. I mean, it, it doesn't matter where these companies are positioned today. I mean, like the glass from a glass door standpoint, because that could switch very quickly if uh, there's an algorithm change, just a slight algorithm change. Indeed, Glassdoor focusing more on, again, being more of a, a platform that's, that's not just jobs oriented. It's more candidate experience or uh, oriented and, and again heard Susan Vitale speak earlier and it was mainly about candidate experience and taking care of these people so if indeed and Glassdoor can make something like that happen in a symbiotic type of uh, platform then yeah I mean I think they, they they've got a good product on their hands but again it's gonna be hard to fight these other organizations that are out there that do I think Mm-hmm. Have have a I should say a fighting chance to stay and fight in the employer branding space. Look at all these agencies. I mean, that's what they do. They're creative, right? So you get a TNP who was just bought, right? And they uh, partner with these other organizations, review sites, or, or even em- employer branding uh, candidate experience sites, mm-hmm. um, platforms, or what have you. There, there's a good war to be had in the employer branding space, and I hope yeah. we see that. I really do. Yeah. So in, in five years, what does the future look like? And I'll give you three yep. scenarios that I envision. Um, number one, probably least possible is these guys stay the same. Glassdoor and Indeed, nothing really changes. They sort of stay as is. Uh, the other one is they sort of cross-pollinate each other. So reviews go back and forth. You find the same reviews and the same jobs on both sites, essentially. And the third one, which I think is probably most feasible, is one of them goes away um, and and basically consolidates the reviews, the jobs. It's like basically one destination site. Yeah, I think the latter uh, would be easier to be quite frank. <laughs> but I meaning destroying one of the brands would be easiest. It just it's it's one of those things, and I think it's in Indeed's nature almost. Um, but that's a good that's a it's a good question. I, I really believe that if 
Indeed and Glassdoor recruit overall understands that there are, you know, these, these systems pieces that need to be put in place. And that's the Indeed side, the process, being able to pull people into the applicant mm-hmm. tracking system, one click apply, those types of things. And then the nice warm, fuzzy review piece as well, the storytelling piece, the storytelling piece as well. Glassdoor, I think there is an opportunity to run two brands and to do it efficiently um, because uh, you do have two pieces really that are that are that are coming at you one is a more technical piece the other one's more of an experience uh, mm-hmm. type of storytelling and, and branding piece I'm going to go in five years we're talking about one yeah. of them um, right. and whether maybe they change their door to their names to indoor <laughs> or glass deed but to me that's that's the future I, I do think that indeed will be the flagship I think that um, you know, renting out big buildings in Austin uh, and building that out sort of tells me that they're they're really serious about building the Indeed mm-hmm. brand, and and to me that is the bigger brand of the two. Um, but I do think that uh, Glassdoor's founder CEO um, is serious about sticking around, whereas Indeed's were not. Yes. So I think I think you'll see Indeed as the flagship, but I think you'll see a lot of uh, leadership from Glassdoor. Um, come over to Indeed and 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 basically run that that one brand in five years. If I mm. had to predict, I, I think they're going to stick with two brands. Um, again, this is the outside chance. It really is. I'm really leaning toward what 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 you think, but uh, the outside chances are going to have two brands because. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it will definitely be fun watching. Um, oh yeah, we will be watching. Uh, let's hear from Sovereign, and we'll come back and talk about Monster and Career Builder. Those two companies we never talk about. Sovereign AI matching is the most sophisticated matching engine on the market because it acts just like a human. You decide exactly how our AI matching engine thinks about each individual transaction. It will find, rank, and sort the best matches according to your criteria. Not only does it deliver the best matches, it tells you how and why it produced them and offers tips to improve the results. Our engine thinks like you, so you don't have to learn how to think like the engine. To learn more about Sovereign AI matching, visit Sovereign.com. That's S-O-V-R-E-N.com. Who is this cat? So this was announced before we went on air. Um, yeah. I read the press release. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So Monster finally has a CEO, CEO. I'm not even sure how long it took. Sal left after Randstad, right? Yeah, I think it's before that. So it's been over a year. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been way longer than a, like a big company should like wait. Oh, hell yeah. And it's also interesting that the CEO is almost the last piece of the puzzle, right? Like mm-hmm. they brought all these other executives and now they have CEO. So let's hope to God that the CEO gets along with everybody in the, in the C-suite, because if he doesn't, they're going to, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be bad news. Yeah. It's going to be like the Browns with a new GM when they kept the coach. Like it's just, it's not going to, it's not going to work. They still need to pull us in as co-presidents and we'll make sure that everything's. <laughs> That's right. Pull us in as co-idiots uh, to really get this thing uh, back on track. So uh, he does follow the trend of like a tech. He went to MIT. Um, Mm -hmm. He's a technology big picture guy from what I can tell, Uh, similar to to Dice. So these guys historically have almost CFO type 
CEOs, right? They know they know the dollar figures. They know yeah. how to run an organization, how to run teams, mm-hmm. but they don't really know grandiose. What's next? How do we look around corners? Um, so, to me, Dice and Monster, their new CEOs are both attempts to get those guys that can look, you know, look behind the corner and see what's coming to right. develop products and services that sort of complement that, as opposed yeah. to what they've done in the past. Yeah. Yeah. So Scott, he was a CEO of Amadeus, which I mean, a nice size company, 15,000 employees. So it's not like, you know, he was a, a little small time CEO. The The company really focuses on uh, the the traveler and travel provider marketplace and been providing technology to them. And, and what we're seeing here is, is Monster looking for parallels in the market and saying, hey, look, we need to see something that has happened in the market, not our industry, but in a different industry, this being the travel industry, and hopefully steal a person, pull them over and have them recreate the magic uh, that they had in travel. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, guy obviously is is, uh, is 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 done things, no question, in, in travel, but it just doesn't have the the industry chops on our side. Um, I don't know if that matters or not, especially from a monster standpoint. Um, but really, I think what we're looking for at this point, what they're looking for is really the Expedia for jobs. Mm-hmm. We're going to get him on the show and f- find out exactly what's going on. Yeah. I think I think we could get Monster CEO on the show, don't you? Yeah, I think we could, especially, I mean, because we could do this as an interview. We could interview him because <laughs> we want to, you know, we want to talk a little bit more about being co-presidents of Monster and just to, yeah. just to make sure that, you know, we feel good working with him uh, on this endeavor. <laughs> we can quiz him on the history of the industry <laughs> to see how well he well, does. And, and he needs somebody. He needs a couple of of, uh, of uh, idiots like us who have, uh, you know, a couple of decades apiece <laughs> yeah. uh, of, of well, industry. Yeah. We'll, we'll play a little. We'll play a little industry uh, Jeopardy. You know, I'll take <laughs> I'll take failed startups for five hundred. <laughs> I was startup. I was founder of Jobster. <laughs> Who is Jason oh, Goldberg? Ding, ding, ding. Good Bad. stuff. Well, anyway, yes, Dice and Monster both have tech heavy CEOs who have no industry experience mm-hmm. for the most part. We'll see how that works. Yeah. We'll pay attention. Now, one CEO with a ton of industry experience and not much tech industry experience. Uh, probably wishes he had some more tech experience because his site went down this week. Tell us about that. Last, yeah, last week, the I started getting, I mean, my phone blew up, literally. I mean, I had so many texts and messages via LinkedIn, Messenger, and it was, it was just this picture of uh, a site that had pretty much gone offline. And I'm like, what the fuck? Is <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, well, it was CareerBuilder. <laughs> And, and they were like dead for, I mean, they was well over an hour, at least from what of, I saw. It was, one of, it was one of those little orange pylons, like in the construction, <laughs> right? That was great. Yeah. And I mean, it's when you are a brand uh, the size of Career Builder, right? And you're trying to claw back and you obviously were just acquired. Um, mm-hmm. We hear all these things about, you know, being squeezed. Uh, which is again, what, you know, what happens after acquisition. Um, but to be able to squeeze enough where you don't even have the engineers or the bandwidth or whatever it actually took to keep your site up 
they're, I mean, this to me seems like a bigger problem than most people probably think it is. Well, when you close your doors because you're going out to lunch, that's obviously a bad thing. Um, I, I literally have photos that engineers, former and current career builder folks have mm-hmm. sent me of empty offices, empty cubicles from as far as the eye can see yeah. of places where that used to host engineers uh-huh. and development folks. So yeah. Yeah. I instantly, when I saw that, just laughed to myself thinking, I wish they had a few more of those engineers <laughs> back in those cubes because something went very wrong. If some if someone the size of Career Builder yeah. in in the middle of the day goes mm-hmm. down, it's it's bad. And I love yes. that the the message on on the screen was we're we're down for like basic maintenance or, or general maintenance. We'll be back up as soon as possible. And I'm thinking <laughs> no one goes down for general maintenance at two p.m. Eastern on like a workday. Well, that's in the employment industry, and and not a brand like Career Builder. That, that it, you're doing maintenance behind the scenes, and you're not pulling you're not pulling the site down. I mean, just not, you're, you're not doing that. No. Um, so yeah, it's, it's interesting and definitely heard a ton of, you know, engineer stories on the career builder side where again, many of them are, have ever either left or, or what have you. And it's funny because one of the engineers that I was talking to actually said, when you go into uh, really the big space where all the, all the engineers sat, mm-hmm. the, it is literally a ghost town. And what happened was that everybody that was on over by the windows who were leaving Right. Mm-hmm. They left. And then obviously everybody migrated toward the windows, which is away from the actual entrance. <laughs> so, so, so it's like you walk in and it's like cricket, cricket. And there's like, there, there aren't on, any people there. There. there you go. There. Hey, everybody, live from Career Builders Design Engineer <laughs> Department. <laughs> so, so we also received an email that was originally sent from Jason Gold's. Uh, he, he from Jason Gold. He's the the career builder uh, director of client services and support, and he pretty much mm-hmm. was just saying, "Hey guys, quit sending tickets." to us we know this is going on we're already overloaded and i mean it was like i mean seriously it was like number one here it is number one please do not submit any more cases around this issue <laughs> number two check connect careerbuilder.com must be the the uh the internal the internet uh for mm-hmm. for uh you know what we've got going on if customers call they can always these route these issues so on and so forth so this was obviously such a big deal that there was a broadcast message out to everyone saying don't submit any more mm-hmm. goddamn tickets we know there's a problem by the way for our regular listeners chad made me take down the baby crying sound but <laughs> this is this would be perfect for that crying baby so i'll just yes again let's revisit the engineering department at career builder (laughs) in the wild it's just too much fun all right shall we move on or beat a dead horse somewhere Uh, no i think we're good all right okay (laughs) from back to the future news releases something that should have happened in like 2008 yeah no shit there's and there probably was free WordPress job boards software back then. Yeah. Uh, but there's a new one out. And we're not so much touting that as much as why. 
Yeah, I, I, it just <clears throat> when I saw the actual article or the write up about it, I was like, who cares? I mean, free job boards. It was it was almost like Oprah. You get a job board. You get a job board. But who cares? Because job board job boards are getting killed right now. They're not getting traffic, which means even though. This job board platform has a uh, Indeed backfill, which pretty much everybody would just they would just start it up and use the Indeed backfill. Mm-hmm. If it's not getting any traffic, it's not going to get any clicks. If it's not going to get any clicks, it's not going to generate any money. And all you are is noise on the internet, and nobody's going to care. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. What, the, what is happening? Yeah. <clears throat> and on the other end of the market. You have the jobboard.io. There, I said it right. <laughs> um, you know, they're the ones helping out the association sites, yeah. the education sites, the government sites, et cetera, who already get traffic and just want to throw up a job board to make more money. Yeah. Those folks don't care or have the resources to like work on a WordPress theme and URLs mm-hmm. and blah, 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 which seems easy to a lot of people, right. but to, you know, the head of an association, no freaking clue. Like I'm just going to call this jobboard.io or job mount or wherever. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to let them do it and do the processing of the money and yada. yada. Like this board, this board probably gives you the ability to, you know, via PayPal buy job postings, right? Yeah. Like how many people really in the real world are using PayPal to buy stuff? Not a no, ton. Not at all. And I mean, Take a look at history one more time, people. Okay, so we're going to go back to the dot jobs thing. Okay, direct employers had 40,000 domains in which there were job sites in in which there were job sites. Right. Mm-hmm. And if and if that was a complete fail, then how in the hell are you going to just take some free job board technology uh, plug in whoever knows who knows what the hell it is and and actually make it successful i mean seriously guys don't waste your time quit screwing with this shit i'm i'm adding to my heaping pile of hot garbage <laughs> and there it I'm is shooting this idea down let's hear a quick word from america's job exchange and talk about mind-blowing new technology from google America's Job Exchange is celebrating our 10th year as an industry leader in diversity recruitment and OFCCP compliance. We've been helping our 1,000-plus customers comply with OFCCP regulations that directly support positive and effective diversity recruitment designed to attract and convert veterans, individuals with disabilities, women, and minorities, and empower employers to pursue and track active outreach with their local community-based organizations. Want to learn more? Call us at 866-926-6284 or visit us at www.americasjobexchange.com. Diversity, baby. (laughs) Let's talk about Google Duplex. Dude. The name sucks, but I have to tell you, my mind is rarely blown at 46 years old, going on 47 soon. Uh, My mind was blown watching this Google Duplex. Dude, dude, dude. Google assistant it's what i mean it has duplex technology i think is is the what they're calling it um but google assistant 
kicks Alexa square in the fucking face on this thing, dude. It is amazing. The natural language process that they have in this goes to incredibly new heights. Now, if you haven't seen it, a lot of people have no idea what we're talking about. So tell them what duplex is and what it does. So if you haven't seen it, you've got to go check out, just go to YouTube or something like that and look for uh, Google duplex. Um, and Pinchar, the, the, the CEO of Google goes through this amazing stupid demo of what we're talking about. And here's what it is. So I ask Google Home, my Google Home, um, to set, and this is going to be funny, a haircut appointment for me, right? It actually goes, makes the phone call behind the scenes. You can't hear it making the phone call. Makes the phone call behind the scenes. And as a, a like a real human being, and I mean, it sounded like a real damn human being, it made, it made an appointment. Yeah. And it wasn't just a straightforward, we would like to have a five o'clock appointment with that. It actually collaborated with the person over the phone to find out what was better for the schedule, had great real pauses and ums and things like that. And I mean, Mm -hmm. it was freaking amazing. Then after that appointment was made and there was a, you know, affirmative action at the end of that, then guess what? It goes straight to your Google calendar. So... It was ridiculous. Yep. And then there was another one that was uh, making an appointment at a restaurant. It was a reservation. Yeah, yeah. right. And, and the lady had a very thick Asian accent, which was it was really mm-hmm. cool. Just showing natural, uh, you know, language processing. And th- the technology went back and forth with her several times because they only had four people and you have to have five to make a reservation. So you had to be a walk in. So there was the, the understanding of that. And it was really pretty. I mean, it was really cool. Yeah. So I have two thoughts on this. First is this is going to alter the world of sales, recruiting and customer service. Yes. In a major seismic asteroid hitting the the industry way. Because uh-huh. this goes beyond. My other point is this may kill chatbots, um, particularly in recruiting. But mm-hmm. my first point is. Imagine being able to sell a product without a salesperson or at least not as many salespeople yeah. or have an entire customer service team where the voice on the other end isn't, hello, please press four to where it, he's right. It sounds like a person. They have ums and mm, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, I'm, I mean, I'm sure at some point we'll figure out which what is automated, what isn't. But I mean, customer service, sales and recruiting are going to change drastically because of this. And my, and my second point was, yes, does this make chatbot uh, solutions obsolete? Because this is essentially chatbotting with an actual voice. Yeah, no, it doesn't. I mean, what I think it does is it, it could prospectively make that experience more rich because not everybody wants to uh, have a conversation on the phone uh, or a voice mm-hmm. conversation. So I think using that technology, this just demonstrates how far Google has come um, and they can use that same type of technology, exactly the same type of technology, just in, in straight to text. And that was one of the things that he had actually outlined that there was also on the, 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 the voice to text side of the house. So, so I think that, you know, you are hundred percent right. This is going to impact us in a very real and crazy way, especially for recruiting, sourcing, uh, overall standpoint, scheduling. I mean, j- just all those, all those tasks. Um, but I really believe it will enhance 
the chat pot side of the house, the just the messaging side, I did mm-hmm. messaging side of the house and um, and how we do things, how we do things. It, it was it was truly amazing uh, to watch. And they had said that they had just plucked a couple of examples out of um, and these were real world examples. These weren't just something that they staged. These were real world. Mm-hmm. And they said they have hundreds of them. It was. I think it was an actual call. I think it was an actual call during the uh, event. Yeah. Yeah, I see that there's going to be um, a huge swing in the market. And when we start to talk about AI and natural language processing and those types of things, you know, the world is going to look at Google for these types of things. And again, I go back to the Indeed Glassdoor conversation. This is why you're going to get your asses handed to you guys. Yeah. I mean, Google, Microsoft, these guys, are they're going to be APIing all this stuff. There's going to be cool products and services created from it. Um, It's very interesting and exciting. And I, I do think it's a no-brainer to build this stuff into Google Hire. Yep. This will take a while to happen, but let's, I mean, let's agree this is happening and this is like where the world is going. Um, by the way, for the people, go, I hate to go back to the last door story, but for the people who were like, Chad and Cheese are idiots. They don't know what they're talking about. Indeed, <laughs> indeed, indeed had their best year ever. They're making more money than ever. Their traffic's going through the roof. Yeah. You know what? This is proof that we're right because their own company knew enough and saw enough to say we need to get reinforcements to go out and buy a glass door. So for me, it's a little vindication that we're right about what's going on and their holding company saw the same thing. Dude, I don't care how cocky they sound. They are waking up with the night sweats. (laughs) Let's end on a lighter note. Yes. Uh, Fairy God Boss. Uh Uh-huh. Getting some money. Uh, Basically, glass door for women. Yeah. I guess that's fair to say. I won't get in trouble for saying that. Um, and apparently, the on, the employer review space is a profitable one mm-hmm. with a uh, $1.2 million, a billion dollar exit. Uh, Fairy God Boss, uh, not even two years old, I think, got $3 million to build out their sort of glass door for women website. Yeah. So. I have no other comment but that, but good for them. I think you're going to see a lot more startups in this space because Glassdoor just proved you can make a billion-dollar company mm-hmm. out of reviews, and we'll probably see more money flow into not only Fairy God Boss, but in her site and comparably, and probably some new ones that, that, that pop up. Um, to me, this is just the start of this industry and where sort of transparency and branding and reviews um, will go from here. Agreed. And having these types of specific kind of tribal uh, sites, review sites or what have you, just specific for women or what have you, being able to better understand um, how your brand impacts that group is is more than important, right? Especially for for not just from a recruiting standpoint, but also from a branding sales revenue standpoint. So I think, yeah, there, there's some, some really good upside, obviously, uh, for companies like this. Yep. All right, man. Yeah. Great show. You're in Nashville for the RecruitCon yep. conference. So uh, get, us, get us some good content, some good insight uh, for next week's show. We, we out. out. Hi, I'm Emma. Thanks for listening to my dad, the Chad, and his buddy Cheese. This has been the Chad and Cheese podcast. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a single show. Be sure to check out our sponsors because their money goes to my college fund. For more, visit chadcheese.com.
The Jim Stroud Podcast explores the discoveries and trends forming the future of our lives. Brain-to-brain communication, robot bosses, microchip implants for workers, and artificial intelligence replacing human workers are all happening now. If you want to know what's happening next, subscribe now to the Jim Stroud Podcast.